If you're joining us virtually, again, welcome. Please let us know if you're visiting by sending us an email. Alternatively, if you have any prayer requests you'd like to share with the congregation, let us know those by email as well. Our email address is office at covenanthouston.org. That's office at covenanthouston.org. St. Luke, chapter 12, verse 49. I have come to cast fire upon the earth, and how I wish it were already ablaze. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say it's going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites. You know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky. But why do you not know how to interpret the present time. These are our sacred stories. Thanks be to God. So first, thank you. Thank you for being a wonderful congregation who not only gives me vacation and continuing education time, but also expects me and wants me to use it. I had a wonderful vacation. Thank you to Mauricio and to Christy and to David and Trinae and everyone else who made worship and the week in between the Sundays I was away. Wonderful. Thank you and grace. Now to Jesus. There's no way around it. This is a challenging passage. Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Jesus, Mr. Whatever House You Enter It, say peace to this house. Jesus, Mr. Peace be still, and the seas calm, and the disciples recognize him post-resurrection. You know, Jesus, blessed are the peacemakers, Jesus. That same Jesus here in Luke, and don't think this is like the strange stuff in John that's only in John until we can glean what we can from it and then ignore it. No, this is in Matthew too. Jesus says, I came to bring fire to the earth and how I wish it was already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized and what stress I am under to complete it. Do you think that I've come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five and one household will be divided against three, three against two and two against three. They will be divided father against son and son against father and mother against daughter and daughter against mother and mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law 
and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. I have come to bring fire to the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. What kind of fire? The fire of destruction, hellfire, the fire of purification and refinement, the fire that represents God's presence like the pillar of fire that led the Hebrew children to freedom. Jeremiah 23:29 reads, is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks rocks to pieces? Fire of change. Change in the face of formidable resistance. Change that can break rock into pieces. Surely the fire Jesus wants to kindle is the fire of change. The fire of God's active presence in the world. No wonder he's so eager to strike the match. Jesus yearns for the kingdom of God. Everything he does is about this alternative realm, about God's kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. For this realm, may it come to be realized change is required, demanded. Oppression has to go. Greed has to go. Racism has to go. Exploitation, homophobia, dehumanization, narcissism, patriarchy, and any other evils we can name that prevent the flourishing of all people and all creation, they have to go. Burned away with the fires of forgiveness and freedom and grace. On the one hand, this passage doesn't sound like Jesus, and on the other, this is the passionate Jesus who bleeds into almost every page of the Gospels. Jesus didn't risk it all, didn't counter the religious authorities so entangled with the empire that they forgot about the poor and the widows to keep the status quo, to preserve the peace. Jesus was a peacemaker, not a peacekeeper. And he clearly expects the same from us. In Luke, in his first sermon, Jesus makes it plain. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because God has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. God has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's jubilee. Good news to the poor. Release to the captive. Recovery. Freedom for the oppressed. This is not a message that will keep the peace. This agenda will not preserve the status quo. Jesus sets out to rock the boat, and boy does he. Do you think that I've come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. 
From now on, five and one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. Jesus knows this kind of division. Remember that as he sends out the 70, he makes it clear that rejection is not only a possible outcome, but is to be expected. Shake the dust from your sandals. Jesus knows about rejection. We know the people in his hometown tried to kill him. We don't know much about his relationship with his siblings, and we know nothing about his relationship or lack thereof with his father. What we have in the Gospels are stories like James and John abandoning their father without so much as a by your leave to follow Jesus. We have the story of a potential disciple asking to tend to his father's burial before following Jesus, and Jesus saying, follow me and let the dead bury the dead. When Jesus' mother and brothers want to speak to him, Jesus replies, who are my mother and my brothers? And pointing to the disciples, he says, here are my mother and my brothers and my sisters. For whoever does the will of my Abba in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Living for the realm of God can create some difficult conversations or tense silences at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Refusing to ignore injustice can make some relationships strain and even fall apart. I keep thinking of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from Birmingham jail. He wrote, There was a time when the church was very powerful. In those days, the church was not merely a thermometer that recorded the ideas and principles of popular opinion. It was the thermostat that transformed the mores of society. Whenever the early Christians entered a town, the power structure got disturbed and immediately sought to convict them for being disturbers of peace and outside agitators. They were small in number, but big in commitment. They were too God-intoxicated to be astronomically intimidated. Things are different now, he continues. The contemporary church is often weak, ineffectual, a voice with an uncertain sound. It is so often the arch supporter of the status quo. Far from being disturbed by the presence of the church, the power structure of the average community is consoled by the church's often vocal sanctions of the way things are. If the church of today does not recapture the spirit of the early church, it will lose its authentic ring, forfeit the loyalty of millions, and be dismissed as an irrelevant social club with no meaning for our time. I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. Do you think that I've come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. Are we willing to argue, to be ridiculed, 
to make others uncomfortable, ourselves uncomfortable, in order to call ourselves and others to justice? Could apartheid have ended in South Africa or slavery in the United States or segregation or a century of Jim Crow without division? And what about the divisive struggles over science that cost many their jobs, if not their lives, as the church refused ideas about planets and stars, about evolution and the intelligence of women and people of color and justice for the poor and bodily autonomy and respect for same gender love? It has taken dissent to create change, and dissent is still required, especially where justice is lacking. Each generation has its appeals for justice. The cries for justice tap into a rhizome of righteousness that crosses the millennia. Dissent and difference are not bad things. You know this full well. We're an ecumenical liberal Baptist congregation. We live on the margin of the mainstream. We're not strangers to hearing our own drums and dancing to their rhythm, even when we're out of step with the majority. The vision can expand life, creating new hybrids and plants and fruits and people and elements themselves necessary and needed. When baby Jesus is presented by his parents in the temple, Simeon blessed them and said to his mother, this child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and the sword will pierce your own soul too been there from the beginning. Jesus certainly was opposed, and the thoughts of many were revealed then and now and found wanting. Wanting because of selfishness, greed, oppression, a lack of hospitality, of welcome, of love. Jesus did not come to bring peace. If peace means a lack of conflict, if peace means the status quo, if peace means passivity in the face of systemic injustices. Theologian Walter Wink reminds us, Jesus abhors both passivity and violence as a response to evil. The peace the gospel brings is never the absence of conflict but an ineffable divine reassurance within the heart of conflict, a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace created through the fires of change, a peace that moves through and beyond division and rejection. In my heart, I can hear Sam Cooke singing a change is going to come. Can you hear it? A change going to come, and that change, the realm of God, will not come through tranquility, not through apathy, never through the status quo. A change going to come 
Let's be part of it. Amen.